This ain't your father's podcast. Oh, wait. Yeah, it is. The Stock Dads are back with their podcast, Stocks and Sandals. Learn about the stock market as our analysts break down their trades, analyze their wins and losses, and look for new opportunities every week. So buckle up and don't make me turn this car around. Here are your hosts, Fuzz and Stock Shaman. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Stocks and Sandals podcast, episode number 10. What's going on, Stock Shaman? How you doing this week? I'm doing good this week. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a pretty interesting one, to say the least. Uh, what's been going on? <laughs> We've had a yeah. lot of stuff going on this week, We did to say the least. We did have a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, trying to figure out where in the world do we want to want to start this this show i guess but i guess we'll just kind of dive in i mean right now it's uh 2 30 uh, p.m on friday so if you're listening on uh monday just be aware that there is a little time gap here so you know right now the spy is kind of wrestling with its 200 simple and we're definitely down uh for the week uh this week so it it's been a pretty interesting uh, Rod, but you know we've we've had uh, a pretty good go uh, of things here. So, yeah, we got some pretty key levels to to keep an eye on. Uh, we we definitely had this interesting confluence uh, with some of the main moving averages, and you know we've just been kind of back and forth, uh, especially with that two hundred simple on the spy. QQQs definitely got more work uh, to do, and and you know big tech, and we'll kind of get get into that, but. Uh, Tech names have have definitely taken a hit, especially some of the semiconductor names. Um, you know, we got an example of that with AMD that we can talk about. But overall, it's been a little bit messy. We, we've had some some news events, uh, mainly with the Fed uh, and some of the the Fed members uh, who have been constantly speaking uh, day in and day out. Uh, so yeah, a lot going on. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a busy one. Yeah, and like you said, tech just got clapped. Some eyes clapped. It's no some... surprise. <laughs> no, no, we did have some Twitter news with Elon Musk, which was kind of fun. He bought a 9% stake in Twitter. Yeah, Elon's been uh, in the news quite a lot lately, and it's all been pretty positive information. Uh, and yeah, Twitter has probably made bigger moves, even with Jack Dorsey uh, as CEO. So that's kind of fun to get that kind of movement from Twitter just because Elon's buying 9% uh, stake. And I think they gave him two board seats or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so he definitely has some influence there and they're talking about an edit button on Twitter. I don't know if you use Twitter yourself. I'm not the biggest Twitter guy. I have a Twitter. I don't really use it. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm down for the, the edit button just to make my voice known there. <laughs> Why not? Well, because that's the that's the good thing about Twitter is that once you put it out there, you know, it's out there unless you like delete the whole tweet itself and, you know, retweet or whatever. But but yeah, putting in an edit button just kind of, I don't know, kind of ruins some of the hilarity and awesomeness that is that is Twitter. You know, I don't want to see people say something and then you go back to it and you're like, oh, no, they edited it. <laughs> oh, I suppose it'd be maybe a little different if you could see like what they edited what it was before and after maybe i don't know i'm not a big twitter guy so maybe i'm sure they'll you know if they do put it out it won't be the end of the world <laughs> kind of thing but i I'm, I'm not a fan for it but you know 
there's there's some good Twitter guys. You know, Elon. Everyone's a fan of Elon's Twitter. Uh, back in the day, I was a pretty big fan of Kanye's Twitter because he would say some pretty crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> What's Kanye up to today? <laughs> it's all been about uh, Elon Musk this week for sure. Uh, Twitter's had this huge run up. Tesla's had a pretty good recent few days, uh, and then we had a SpaceX launch that went pretty well uh, today. So yeah, and, and we had a cyber rodeo. In yeah, these, in Austin. On with that, I didn't see any of that. I don't know. If, I'm surprised <laughs> it wasn't like live streamed. To be yeah, honest. we didn't really kind of bring that up, but it was just kind of there's a cyber rodeo, whatever that means. And I think you had mentioned. I don't know. Was this part of something else with that? bull or whatever the mechanical bull oh yeah that was the uh the bitcoin 2022 convention oh. there's going on they made like a bitcoin bull in miami that's kind of which... awesome you showed me a picture of it that was pretty epic <laughs> yeah it looks pretty cool it's like the one that's on wall street but it's like mechanical like yeah definitely kind of more cool <laughs> like a cyber bull yeah yeah it was like a transformer looking thing it, it was pretty pretty bad which we do have our crypto dads. They deal with that. That's actually where I found out about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll have to ask uh, Kenny over there in the crypto dads discord and see what uh, what all that was about. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's kind of jump into a few things. Brandon, I think you got the Beef. disclaimer. <laughs> yep. So we are not financial advisors. This content is for entertainment and educational purposes only. So there we go. I know we already kind of touch base with the spy and you know it's just kind of wrestling uh with a few things and we've had the qqq doing its thing it's, it's definitely lower and yeah big tech is looking big sus not not too great there in the tech world and the iwm is definitely coming in as well so yeah this a lot of be, a lot of interesting things this will be the what third or the first losing week for the nasdaq they had a three-week win streak going, I believe. Yep, we definitely had, as as you all know, we, we did have that big uh, short squeeze uh, violent rally uh, that pretty much shot us up back to where we were, up at the 200 simple for the Qs, and now we've just kind of lost that momentum. And, you know, we've, we've this is our first full week into the new month and the new quarter, so we've gotten that reset and now we're just kind of seeing where things want to go. We do have earnings starting up, so that's always fun. And who do we got first? <laughs> oh, we start with banks next week. Banks. So, yeah, there we go. We got financials coming up, and it, it should be an interesting reports from them. You know, quarter one, uh, I think analysts are saying that, and eh, they might not be too great, but, you know, I think you nailed it on the head earlier. You said that, you know, it's definitely going to be about, you know, how they guide for sure. Wednesday, we have JP Morgan and BlackRock. And then Thursday, we have Citi, C, Goldman Sachs, GS, USB, US Bank Corp, and Ally. And then Friday, we don't have any because the US stock markets are closed Friday for Good Friday, correct? Yep, we do have a holiday. It is going to be a short week uh, next week. Crypto's open. <laughs> Crypto's always open. But yeah. yeah, we we do have a short week, so definitely keep that in mind. Especially if you, you know, are definitely an, an options trader, uh, you will get a little bit of an extra dose of uh, theta burn there. So definitely got to be mindful of when these holidays uh, kind of shape up. But yeah, I, I pulled up the uh, 
XLF uh, sector here, and it's definitely had a little bit of a bumpy road as of late. So yeah, earnings is going to be pretty interesting, you know, to get things going. So definitely something to pay attention to, see where their numbers are. Uh, there's been some interesting options flow and dark pools kind of coming in that we've we've kind of taken notice of. Yeah, so big money is kind of positioning, but it's kind of hard to decipher, of course, but we definitely want to uh, use all the tools that we can to help develop a thesis for sure. You know, when I look at the XLF, I definitely take notice of like the 36, 35 level uh, to be pretty good support. So hopefully uh, we'll see if that that holds if it goes down that way. So and if you're um, a long term trader, now is not a good spot or now is not a bad spot to grab some of these names for your long term portfolio. You know, in, in two, three, four years, I think a lot of these are going to recover these beat down names. Yep, and we do have to to be mindful of all the yield curves, and we have to pay attention to all the rate hikes. You know, we did have FOMC minutes uh, being released. There was a lot of commentary from some of the Fed members, like Bullard and Bernard. I think I said his name right. <laughs> Bernard Bullard, Bullard Bernard uh, Evans. Uh, yeah, definitely, pretty much all of them speaking at some point today. And, you know, they, they pretty much reiterated everything that we already were aware of, maybe looking into higher rate hikes in the future. Uh, the next FOMC is is in May, so we definitely have to be on the lookout for that. And the expectations is that the, they are going to go up to 50 basis points to 0.75 even. So, yeah. And that, was kind of, that was kind of expected even like last week from their meeting, correct? Like, yeah, I mean, none of this is is really surprising. I mean, they were a little bit more hawkish, uh, so to say. Uh, they were going to begin to reduce the balance sheet uh, by ninety five billion per month, and those were going to likely start in May. So yeah, there, there's definitely a lot of things to consider and kind of keep an eye on because they they don't want to spook the markets, uh, and they especially don't want to spook it too much. Yep. Like I said, they're trying to balance it as carefully as they can. And, you know, we have analysts out there saying that, oh, don't worry about a recession and all that kind of good stuff. There, there's a lot of stuff that has to happen. Yeah, financials is going to be, it's going to be an interesting week. <laughs> that it is. Um, you know, even the the 30-year mortgage is above 5% now for the first time in, in quite some time. So that'll definitely uh, be something to keep an eye on as well to make sure it doesn't get uh, too heated there, of course. Uh, but yeah, we, we had a pretty good week in the Discord. Let's go ahead and jump into that. Uh, we had some pretty good success stories there. I know you got some there, Brennan. I do, yes. I traded just today. I traded uh, CRWD. I tried to alert it and couldn't even get it out. It was probably like a 30-second <laughs> hold for 41%. Nice little fast mover on you. Yeah. Uh, we had a couple of good swings, though. Um, I know you had a really good one. Yeah, yeah, we had some some good ones, uh, especially with Kroger uh, and CCJ for sure. Those were probably the the most fun. <laughs> for yeah, those group. were both around seventy percent, weren't they? Yeah, Kroger uh, about eighty percent, and CCJ uh, Uranium Play. Uh, we've been all over that one. Uh, that was a seventy percent win there. Metals, food. <laughs> yeah, we actually had B Felton call out a target swing too for about sixty five percent. That's right. Yeah. Target and Walmart. Oh my goodness. Uh, we had Raffi who made like 2.5 K off it. He had 15 contracts, about 
Raffy. We also play uh, common stocks too, not just options. We had Snow Knight, who got 146% off of AEI, which is a penny stock. We call those in the Discord too. And then we also play the watch list, which Disaster did again. He nails that <laughs> watch list a lot. But he traded Lockheed Martin LMT for 155% off the watch list. Nice. So that was great. And then you had a lotto today too, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Don't forget about the lotto. Yeah, we, we played uh, Home Depot uh, today, and that one went from 21 cents to, uh, you know, at the max that I checked, it, was, it had gone up $2.15, and that's about a 1,000% return on that option. You know, it is a same-day expiry, so those uh, are very risky. Be willing to let that go to zero if you do play same day lottos and it was also an out of the money contract that happened to go in the money so it's still in the money too yeah it's at about a dollar 40 right now crazy crazy returns and yeah that was a good one uh for sure (laughs) so congrats if you're able to hop in on that i think you got that one on on two i think you had about 50 percent. yeah i just took the easy money on that one (laughs) yeah yeah i mean so did i i mean 100 percent is 100 percent. so nothing to Nothing to cry about by any means, but a thousand percent is pretty nice too. <laughs> it is, especially on a same day expiry out of the yeah, mind. I I didn't leave a runner. <laughs> but that would have been that would have been epic. But you know, those those don't happen often, but when they do, it's it's, it's a lot of fun and <laughs> we get a it's fun too. You could see the Discord all excited too, which if you guys aren't in the Discord, you guys can join. We're actually doing a promo right now where the next hundred people get forty percent off lifetime. And a chance wow. to win a PS5. So, and if you do win the PS5, please ship it to me. I've been trying to do that too with like the last three that we gave away, but <laughs> you can join by www.stockdads.com slash plans. Use the promo code NEXT100, all caps. There you go. Yeah, definitely a, a heck of a deal. Uh, there we got everything that you can possibly imagine from stocks, options, crypto, uh, sports betting, um, you name it. We have, you know, the dad lounge, dad jokes. <laughs> um, we even have a, a support group that that meets up uh, once a month, I believe. Yep. Um, from by Jay Sliff. Yep. And that that's pretty awesome to do and, and be a part of and just kind of get to know everybody. Uh, so yeah, so it's, it's a really, really awesome community. We we pretty much have everything that you can possibly imagine. We even have CPAs. Uh, you can get some, I want to say, yeah, tax advice and all that kind of good stuff. So uh, some some really pretty much to cover all of your bases and within the financial world because it's big and there's a lot to know. <laughs> and Definitely. you get the you get the fuzz brain. Yeah, um, that's kind of all over the place right now. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. It's been it's been a crazy week. I know. Like I'm I'm trying to like you know sometimes you have busier weeks than others and trying to piece together the whole puzzle. It it gets kind of kind of hectic. But yeah, yeah, definitely be sure to check us out. Come to the free section, uh, even if it's just a hangout. Uh, you know, we're happy to have you. Great, great success week uh, within the Discord. We had. A lot of interesting plays, a lot of interesting setups. We've had Elon Musk doing his thing. We've got the Fed. Uh, Next week, economic data is starting to pick up with the financials reporting. We have 
all of the inflation data being released next week as well. So hooray. Uh, we have the CPI, the PPI, and we also have retail sale numbers. So they're going to keep us busy <laughs> next week. And, and I think we are going to make a decision if we're going to have an episode next week or not since it is a holiday. So uh, we'll, we'll be sure to announce that uh, within the Facebook and on Discord as well. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, what else kind of happened? I know we did mention, uh, let's see, Big Tech was looking kind of suspect. And let's kind of we talk talking about that Big Tech like that. And I think that's another thing, too. We were talking about like the financials and buying the dip for long term. I think there's still a lot of really good names in that tech space, like Apple, Google, Microsoft, that are holding up comparably better than a lot of the other ones. Um, what do you think about some of these smaller tech companies that are like just getting clapped? <laughs> I think it could be, I mean, maybe you see some of these bigger companies like Apple, Google, Microsoft, like acquiring some of them, maybe. Yep. It's almost, I don't know, if they're getting hit pretty hard right now, I would say, maybe stay away from them because there's a reason why they're getting hit so hard. And, you know, if we continue to get these rate hikes and if the market does continue to slide a little bit or, you know, if the SPY and the QQQ does shape up this uh, pretty epic uh, head and shoulders pattern look to it on the weekly, then things can get a little crazy. But to, to answer that, you know, I even think, I don't know if Congress is trying to prevent that or make it harder for them to happen because these bigger companies are just getting bigger and bigger and they're just pretty much gobbling up the smaller competition. And that does have some concerns with like innovation and all that kind of good stuff. But if I were to pick one above the other, you know, I'd, I'd hands down pick Apple over something yeah. that is having to go through some pain at least if i go through some pain with apple you know they have tons of cash at hand they're making money they have great leadership they're not going anywhere so you know i wouldn't be worried about that at all so yeah, that's kind of like, where i'm at. like google google yeah google uh the, you know nothing nothing bad is going to happen with alphabet so yeah all, all the bigger guys you know even if they do go down you know they're they're going to come back up at some point so and i mean those stocks too they're trading at like a 20 times earning yeah so, wow <laughs> you know they're huge yeah so that that's kind of where i'm at as as far as that goes and and i know you brought up a an interesting point uh you know we were talking about amd earlier they're, they're right back at that 100 level and this is uh what the third time uh within a few months that it is coming back down and every time it's hit 100 it's kind of bounced back from there so definitely an interesting spot here yeah and even like last year it held that 100 zone once pretty it broke well. it pretty good so yep it was definitely epic when when AMD finally broke above that 100 level i remember when that happened uh it crazy run up and you know the premiums just shot up like crazy it was almost impossible to trade but uh now that we're kind of back at this 100 you know the question is is it a viable dip yes and no <laughs> i i personally like it because of the risk reward yeah i mean you have your level you have right. your 100 level your stops at you know 97 with atr um if it gets down there you're out you lose what three points 
maybe yep. four versus, you know, seven, eight, nine to the upside. Right. Right. Not yeah. More. Yeah. You definitely have some very good key levels there. And, and like you said, you got, I mean, everything's pretty much laid out there for you is pretty clear cut. And of course, you know, the algos and stuff, they're going to be aware of these things as well. So you do have to kind of keep in mind that, but yeah, you definitely have, you know, your entry, your stop out, and then, you know, potential targets, uh, which is back up at like 105, 110, 115 area. So, uh, you know, not a bad risk to reward uh, place there, especially if you want to pick up shares or, you know, even maybe try to do an option swing. But, you know, I'm definitely kind of paying attention to that hourly candle to see how things shape up, even in, even on the four hour, if you want to wait a little bit longer. So, kind of pay attention, you know, multiple time frame analysis for sure and yep. go about your way there. So, uh, that kind of leads us into what are we looking at for next week? You got anything going um, on? I am well, I'm watching AMD as yep. we were just talked about watching some of these banks to see what their numbers are, what their guidance is going to be. Um, see if that's a viable dip to buy or, if we're going to wait. Yep. Um, you know, I, I play the rule of, you know, after earnings, give it a few days, at least three, three days after earnings to see where, where things kind of settle. Uh, let, let uh, the big money kind of digest uh, the news and the reporting and all that kind of stuff. You know, I, I generally try not to get involved <laughs> during that time frame. Uh, you know, we could see, a run up next week with the financials, which is something that can happen. And we'll pay attention to that, of course. But uh, for the most part, you know, after earnings, you know, I, a, I try not, one of my rules is not to to play earnings and second off is to give it a few days. So those are just my personal rules, rules there. Uh, but yeah, as far as uh, my setups go, uh, definitely going to keep paying attention to the energy names, uh, XLV, uh, made 52 week highs. So, you know, your, your healthcare names are pretty much having a run, uh, UNH, uh, Johnson and Johnson having a great week. Abby is still on a tear. Uh, you know, Pfizer's had a pretty good run the past few days. Uh, Merck and especially, uh, Lily, uh, and BMY, BMY is just on a tear. So that pretty much that whole entire sector and top holdings are, Rocking and rolling. <laughs> yeah. Um, CBS had a good, good last three, four days. Yeah. It was good to see that because they, they were a pretty good uh, setup. And then I had to take it off my list because it kind of broke down. So I'm curious to see how that one uh, continues to shape up. And, and there's a lot of names out there that are making 52 week highs and all time highs. And, and that is something that we do uh, like to pay attention to. Uh, one of our, uh, main guy is Mike. Uh, he's all about these all-time high breakouts, and uh, we got this pretty good list still out there of, of powerful, uh, strong names to to kind of pay attention to. And you know, if you want to know what those are, if you if you don't know how to find those, you know, we can we can help you uh, with that aspect as well. Uh, so yeah, definitely keeping an eye on that healthcare sector. Uh, at this point, you know, I wouldn't be a chaser here. Let things settle. Let it come in. Uh, and then get in. But there uh, is that dip too in the energy uh, field that we were talking about is good to buy. 
yep, yep. Energy, uh, definitely an interesting one. I I know I kind of dropped the ball a little bit on uh, Chevron there, so I'm kind of keeping an eye on it, see if you know we can get into any uh, thing there again, but I may have to wait. So yeah, I kind of went with a little bit of a gut feeling, and I should have just stuck to my levels there, so it happens. But that one's kind of running. Uh, EOGs had an epic day today as well. Oxy, all those guys are having a, a pretty darn good day. So that one, they they did come in a little bit, and now they're off. So there you go. <laughs> yep. The the structure dictates our strategy, and you know, energy was there. It was calling us out. Uh, we we have builders, the XLB. That one's looking up pretty good. Watching uh, Newcore and Newmont on that one. And then uh, XLP, we got Altria MO, which we've done good in the past. Uh, I definitely want to get a dip on that one, see if we can't play it, like what, for a third or fourth time, something <laughs> like that. Uh, you know, we, we like our Altria. And then, you know, Costco and Walmart. Walmart's on my no-no list. Uh, I, I don't trade Walmart, as a lot of you in the Discord do know. But yeah, one of those names we all have bad fortune with and walmart is definitely my nemesis so <laughs> what one do you hate more walmart or palanturd oh palanturd <laughs> <laughs> it's a good toss-up but yeah nobody likes palantir unless you're long-term investing i guess but you know even even now what is palantir up to it, it did make it on the watch list at one point this week and uh it kind of did its thing yeah again, oh, yes. 12 and a quarter, 12, eight. Yeah. And okay. It's, it's had, it's down for the week. So <laughs> it, that was just tricky to play, but it did have a nice bounce from like that nine, $10 area back up to like 15. And now it's kind of headed back down. So and yeah, let it come in some more. Maybe Kathy will start buying again. <laughs> I haven't even looked. I don't really check up on her buys either anymore. They do have like an inverse RK uh etf don't they oh that's right sark s-a-r-k is the inverse <laughs> kathy etf uh so if you want to do the anti kathy woods check out s-a-r-k <laughs> it's almost like the the anti jim kramer so i don't think jim kramer has his etf does he <laughs> i think it's just do the opposite of jim kramer <laughs> basically <laughs> uh all right so Let's see, we got that. Uh, yeah, plenty of names going all-time highs. Uh, and what you will notice on that is there's not a lot of tech. Nope. No you're, tech. Seeing that, you're seeing that rotation out of tech into, you know, names like Target, Kroger, Dollar General. Yeah, you know, at Starbucks, they had a tough go this week for a suspension of their buybacks. Yeah. Yeah, they dropped, what, like 10%? Yeah, it was it was not a pretty day uh, for Starbucks, but yeah, that's that's a pretty uh, bearish news there. Uh, but yeah, so we've had a pretty eventful week nonetheless, and we got a a pretty eventful week coming up, and and with a short week, so it's going to be fun. <laughs> you know, as far as like my key levels going back to spy, you know, there's there's a lot of confluence at that. At about that 445 level, and then once you kind of, if we do break 445, there's, you know, maybe some support down at 440, but there's definitely a lot of things happening at 445, and, you know, right now we're, we're wrestling yet again 
with that 200 uh, simple moving average there. And Tech, of course, as we've been talking about, has some problems that they need to uh, resolve as well. And then they lost their simple, right? The Qs yeah, lost their 200 simple. Yeah, they're trading about 20 points below their 200. It can and can't. A lot of like the big money, they use the 200. Uh, you know, it's, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It means something, but at the same time, it doesn't. But, you know, what I like to think of it as, as the 200 simple is your equator. And if you're above the equator, you're good to go long. If you're below the equator, you're good to go short. Uh, so right now we're just kind of wrestling uh, between that level. You know, we, we had that epic breakthrough from that short squeeze rally a few weeks ago, and now we've came back down back to it. So just trying to find find some sort of direction uh, at this point. So, you know, as far as next week, we got predictions. I didn't forget this time. We did <laughs> not. We both predicted bearish last week, correct? Yes. And we both won. Yep. We are yep. down for the week. Yep, we are down for the week. So what does that leave us for next week? What do you got? We'll let you go first, or you want me to go first? Uh I'm going to lean more bear. You're gonna go, I'm gonna go the inverse fuzz. <laughs> I'm gonna be a permable. Um, hopefully we can close above that 200. I mean, the daily candle and the weekly candle aren't the prettiest on the spy. You got uh Let's see. Once you get above like 458, 460, that's kind of where where things get interesting. Once you get above that 460 level, it's kind of where I'm I'm looking as far as the the spy goes and the the ES, the S&P 500 futures, uh 45.20 it seems to be where we're kind of bumping our heads uh today. Uh so, you know, if you're listening on Monday, uh you know, Mark those levels 460, uh, 458, 12 to 460 zone. Uh, you know, have your zones EMA versus SMA pros and cons. Well, for me, I like to use a little bit of both. EMAs are going to react faster than your simple moving averages. Uh, they put more weight on the front end, uh, whereas the simples are more equally uh, weighted. So uh, I like to use a, a 21 EMA. That is what I use to, and what we use as a reversion to the mean. It's like the average there. And I like to use a, a 200 simple as well, just to know where that is. And then as far as day trading goes, I, I like to use uh, an eight and a 21 as well as BWAP. Uh, so yeah, you can, you can have play around with it for sure. But I, I'm a much bigger fan of the EMAs. If I was able to, I'd, I'd post a screenshot of what what all I do use. But you know, you may have to jump in the Discord for that. That uh, was Tiger style. He's in the Discord, so he's one of our goat members. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll get with you. And but yeah, uh, I, I definitely much prefer the EMAs. Uh, they're they're fast reacting to the price action. Uh, just understand, uh, all these are lagging indicators, and price is always the thing that pays. Uh, so price action definitely dictates uh, the moving averages. The moving averages are just there for for a guide and to help with uh, technical analysis. So anything that comes into the 21, uh, I'm definitely paying attention to. So like if we take a look at some of these energy names, they're they're sky high, or you know some of these healthcare names that have gone on a rip roaring uh, run. There, I wait for those to to pull back to the 21. 
uh, for good dip buy opportunities or if they rally up to the 21 good short opportunities just so I can get a fair value on the premium or the stocks that I position myself in. All right, so we have our levels there for the uh, SPY as well as our predictions for next week. Busy week ahead of us. And let's see, you got anything we got planned for Fuzz, Fuzz the bear, Shaman the bull. We were talking about this <laughs> earlier and how there's so many animal names in the stock market. So you got like the Fed that's hawkish or dovish. You got bearish, <laughs> you got bullish, you got crypto whales. <laughs> yeah, whales Why? and apes. Why? apes apes i'm sure there's a history lesson there but i'll have to <laughs> kind we're of gonna do our homework and we'll get back to you i don't know the next the top of my head. Stay tuned. <laughs> why the animal names <laughs> or if you know the answer let us know and maybe we'll we'll give you a discount or something i don't know i'll have to yeah. talk to dj about that hey dj <laughs> dj is not here today it's jack's birthday happy birthday jack Oh, that's right. Happy birthday. I don't know how old he's turning. <laughs> Let's we can guess on that too. Seven. That was gonna be my guess. Dang it. I'll go eight. Eight. He might yeah. be right. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Well, that's definitely gonna be it uh for me and I believe for Brandon as well. So y'all have a great week and we will catch you all next time. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Stocks and Sandals podcast. Make sure to subscribe for future episodes. Leave us a five-star review and join our premium community on Discord at stockdads.com slash plans. You can also follow us on all major social platforms. But most importantly, don't you dare touch that thermostat.